welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I have hit it. We have hit it, and we're we're here. We're here. Hey, hey, what's what's wrong, buddy? We're no, it's sorry. We can we can we can start that again. I'm sorry. No, no. So hey, no, hey, <sighs> tell me and and our and our, our wonderful viewers what's going on. What's going on, man? So, I got this new microphone. Yeah, the same one that I got. Yeah, the same one that you got and are speaking into right now. Yeah. Notice these these crisp dulcet tones. Yes, they're very crisp and incredibly dulcet, very tone wow. And I have the same microphone, but I'm using my snowball right now, my ye, ye old snowball. Oh no! Why? What's going because on? Because a stupid piece of plastic broke, and now I can't mount the mic to like any of the stand or the arm or whatever. So. Like, I could just hold it, but that'd yeah. be dumb. Uh, that would be very dumb, <laughs> yeah. So, so and like, we were so excited because we were going to record Pet Shop with new mics. And we got a friend's shopper's lovely audience. You're going to have to wait one more one more episode for both of your boys to have a full-on tech upgrade. clean audio. Yeah, but hey, if it helps, uh, I, I do have... Um, some a fantastic rendition of everyone's favorite nighttime news show. I'm of course talking about that 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 bad news. All right, let's check this out. This is coming at us. Wait, wait, have we introed yet? Oh no, no, we haven't. Okay, so one quick intro. Hi everyone, I'm Zach. Hi, I'm Griffin, and I'm a sad boy. But welcome back to Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. The show where we start off by trying to cheer Griffin up with some fantastic pet news. Yeah, that. And here we are. It's fantastic news. This uh, uh, article is coming out from June of this year, and it's about one of my favorite animals, which is, of course, the pangolin. You do love pangolins. I do love pangolins. They're giant dragon-scaled armadillos, and they're wonderful. If you had a if you had a, a ranger-like animal companion, oh, it'd be a pangolin. It would, like, it'd absolutely be a pangolin. Yeah, um, anywho... So pangolins, they're very endangered. They're uh, uh, hunted widely for their scales. Um, and apparently, China have, have recently upgraded uh, pangolin protection and removed scales from traditional medicine lists. Aww. M- meaning that hopefully the, the, in, in, in the uh, at least more uh, like non-poaching side of the uh, uh, that industry uh, will uh, uh, lead to more, uh, a, a blossoming pangolin population. Yeah. Which is always nice to see, you know, when the world realizes, hey, maybe we should do things to protect the animals that live on this planet. Because yeah. we've been sort of killing them all. Um, we've so done some shit to pangolins. We yeah. have. Um, and they're just so wonderful. So I'm very happy that that China is making some some uh, strides to protect them a little more. Do we have a, Roxanne, we have a guest joining us? Yeah, everyone, this is Roxanne. Hi, Roxy. <laughs> Will you say hi to the people at home? No. 
Okay. Well, I you like said you. she kind of chirps, which is very cute. Yeah, no, she chirps like a little bird most of the time, which I'm very surprised she's not doing. Um, but she's a kitten. But yeah, she is. She's like five months old, and she oh. is ever. I- Stop looking at my hand. Hey, I guess I didn't realize she was that young. No, she yeah, she's a wee babe. She's ibby bibby. She's just all over my mic arm right now. So there's probably some nice boom 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 sound, <laughs> sounds as she jostles the arm. It, why don't you stay right there, huh? You're not gonna stay oh. right there. Okay. Anyway, but yes, pangolin anyway. news. It's very exciting. <laughs> Does that help at all? Cheer you up from your sadness? Yeah, it has. And like, I've got a replacement part on the way, so okay. like, I'll I'll be I'll be jolly and spry and uh, uh, spry. Sp- I think sprightly? was the word I was gonna say. Sure, we'll go with sprightly. I was gonna say this um, is a, we sit at a desk. We don't need to be spry for this. Nah, but I'll 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 be all upgraded. Probably by the time we release our next episode. Good. I'm very. Oh, she's calming down. Wonderful. That's all. Wonderful. Chill, wonderful. chill out, Roxanne. All right. Well, friends, we're gonna dive into our episode today. We are bringing you a, a collection from the Ninth World Creatiary Part Two. Two. Um. And so we've got some cool, cool creatures to sort of yeah. uh, debut to introduce as a. As sort of a, a, a reminder, if you haven't listened to one of our previous Ninth World episodes, uh, the Ninth World uh, and the Numenera world and system come from Monty Cook games. Uh, Based it off is... the Cypher system, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a billion years in the future, where civilization has risen and fallen like eight times, Yep. and this is the Ninth World. So everything in this book is whack as all hell. Yeah. Um, but this is yeah. This is specifically the 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 bestiary two, or the creatureary as, as we, we like call, to call it on this show. Yes. So yeah, everything's fucked in this book. Yeah, and we're gonna tell you about it. I'm so hyped to dive into this. So yeah. starting off with this first creature, my friends, it's something called the Morigo or Morigo. I don't know how to pronounce it. I like Morigo. Morigo. Anyway. Marigo are biomechanical remnants of a prior age, likely created by bioengineers with great knowledge and skill. Although no more intelligent than the other fish they hunt, they come equipped with advanced technological systems that give them clear advantages. Yeah, so let's paint a word picture real quick. Yeah, so Marigo um, look a lot like, um, is it Kyogre, the Pokemon? Yes. (laughs) It, It looks a lot like Kyogre. It does look a lot like Kyogre. God it, damn it. This sort of aquatic, you know, it's got the, you know, kind of like how a, like like a like a sea turtle set up, but without the shell. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. A, a, that's a, actually very apt. Yeah. yeah. And a, a a long sort of mechanical tail hanging off the back of it, and it's got a big like big ass whale mouth, and it looks like maybe four eyes. I think so. I think I'm seeing four eyes. And I would agree with you. Four kind of craters on its back that I'm assuming some of these technological si- systems are put into. Yeah, there were probably some like pipes or yeah. like some uh, I don't know some, some tubes. Like, yeah, some fat pipes. Some fat pipes. Bigger pipes. Yeah. Anyway, bigger uh, pipes dot com, which will redirect you to the Ghostlight Media website, but that's beside the point. Don't yeah. believe me? Go look. Ow. <laughs> Roxanne. Roxanne. Marigo are extraordinarily agile swimmers, possessing biomechanical sensors that allow them to sense movement, pressure changes, temperature changes, and more with incredible accuracy. Huh. So it's a swimming so barometer. They're, 
<laughs> I was going to say radar fish, but I like swimming barometer better. Marigo, the swimming barometer. Roxanne, you're, you're thumping the table. Something fierce. Roxanne, we can't have you in this working environment like this. Yeah, yeah. sorry, folks at home. It, it was either have the door closed and hear her thumping the whole time or have her on my lap and maybe only hear her a couple times. So here we are. <laughs> Interns. <laughs> Interns. You are not getting college credit for this, Roxanne. Anyway, uh, as an action, a Marigo can generate a pulse of infrasound that reverberates through the water, uh, affecting all in long range. A Marigo has a number of hovering pods around it, each of which functions to amplify and direct the waves of infrasound. Uh, infrasound. That's hard to say. Huh. Victims in the area failing an intellect defense task have their mind affected by the infrasound in a randomly determined fashion. So, so things dazed, like days for stunned, uh, immobile, rendered immobile, panicked, intellect damage, and days or madness. Just madness. Excellent. And it says that Marigo bite those affected by their pulse, and they are immune to its own their own infrasound effect. Oh goodness! Apparently, they are sly, but only uh, uh, have only animal intelligence. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you would have to be in order to have the ability to like control your your crazy sound amps that float around your head yeah no that's cool they have like a little like a uh, uh, little things orbiting it yeah little satellites that are <laughs> they have little amp satellites this thing's messed up yeah no they're nasty predators using their infrasound attack to disable those uh, uh whole groups and then moving in to attack the choicest target they are fearsome choicest alone target. but deadly when encountered in a pack so, oh, so they can roll in groups, which oh, isn't great. Man. Which isn't great. That's the world's worst feedback loop right there. Like, oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah, the fact that they can just kind of roll in and just being like, you know, there's a bunch of people swimming, having a great time at the lake, and then all of a sudden everyone just like, and everyone just kind of like falls over into the water. And then Marigo just comes over and just like slurps up Fat Tony, yeah, and then is on his way. Yeah, you know how like like whales will just like sort of open their gob and like suck in krill. Yeah, yeah. No, this is it's that, but just boys. <laughs> it just <laughs> just stun the boys, and then you slurp the boys. Stun the boys, slurp the boy. The Marigo, stun them and slurp them. Stun them and slurp them. The Marigo catchphrase. <laughs> Bunch of Marigos are rolling in on a party. It's like, all right, boys, stun, stun them and slurp them. <laughs> oh man, these guys look really. Well, I guess it's I guess it's infrasound, so you wouldn't actually hear it. Yeah. You would just go, ah, ah, and then you're done. Yeah, you, and then you got, and then start. you get both stunned and slurped. <laughs> I like to think that, yeah, no matter how painful this is, that's just, ah, ah, that's ah, man, beans, my head. Oh, no, oh. I'm swallowed now. And then, and then that's the end of you, and you have to roll a new yeah. character. Yep. Another boy to be slurped in the future. Yeah. My best friend got slurped at the lake, and I'm going to go avenge him. <laughs> I'm medium Tony. My parents were slurped when I was a child. I will I avenge you, father. 
my father, God bless him, like, he actually didn't get stunned, but he still got slurped. Oh, man. <sighs> oh, man, at least when you're stunned, the slurping doesn't hurt as much. Yeah. Well, we, we talk about them being whale-sized, but, like, based on the no, yeah, size picture here, they're, they're more like... Like a like a maybe like a dolphin or a shark or size. Shark, yeah, yeah. They're not too. They're not too big. Maybe like maybe like the you know the ancient elder Dire Marigo. Yeah, can stun them and can, slurp them. Can stun them and slurp them. This one's more of a um a um hmm a a uh, wow. We're gonna figure this out. Give us a second. I'm trying a. to come up with. I, I've got yank for the second word. But I'm trying to come up with like a like a dis, a, a debilitating synonym. With Tone them and taste them. T- mm, okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're, uh, we're still brainstorming. We're still brainstorming. Sh- uh, mm, frat, mm, uh, uh, gab them and no, mm. gab them and grab them. That's what I was gonna say, but like it doesn't really talk. Stack them and snack them. I don't know. <laughs> Stun them and I snack them. Like eh? Stun them and snack them. Yeah. It's not as good as stack, I guess, but that doesn't really work. I think we can, you know what? Good workshop. I think all we figured out was that stun them and slurp them was the best we could. Stun them and slurp them was the best that we could come up with, definitely. You can still slurp the one. Yeah, I mean, like, you don't like. You can still slurp the one boy. Yeah, especially if it's like a boy boy. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's easy. (laughs) Slurping them up. Yeah. You are just being a little nuisance, aren't you? Me? Oh, no. Roxy. <laughs> no, the the cat who who is is hellbent on uh, uh on, sh- on chewing my fingers and thumping my desk. There's another thump. Oh, Roxy. This is going to be some fun audio. <laughs> but at least your your tones are are crisp and dulcet. Oh, yeah, they are some. They are pretty crisp and dulcet. Um, but yeah, Morigos. They're fucking rad, right? Yeah. They're, um, hmm. I wonder, like, if anyone has ever been, like, like, they, you know, uh, 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 like, a Marigo attacked, and, like, they managed to, like, yeah, you know, to, like, fell it, and then they, like, repurposed its sonar, like, infrasound shit for, like, their own needs. Yeah, like, Sonic Warfare. Yeah. Then, then you have the power to, to stun them and slurp them. Ooh. Especially if you're a vampire. Ooh! You stun and then you definitely slurp. Does the ninth world have vampires? I don't know, but like you know, like if someone from you know, from from a, a different you know uh, 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 you know verse wants to yeah. get a Marigo and that's true, that's true, or, or, that's true. or stumbles upon a Marigo, you know, it's like on vacation, like at the at, at the ninth world beach, <laughs> and and oh no, there's a Marigo attack. It's like oh hey, oh hey, look, I found myself some sonar. Now I can live my dream of stunning and slurping. Ah ah ah. And that's how it goes. <laughs> thank you, thank very you. Good, very, very good. Uh, <laughs> that was the. I want to know. I want to know what these assholes were used for. Like, why? Who? Who? Who make? Who made this? And uh, why? Apparently, just some 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 bio engineers. I want to know like what like how much damage they could do with that cool like mechanical tail of theirs. Yeah, that's probably got some some nice like slapping capabilities. Yeah, you know. And then because of the sort of the, the, the sort of jointed aspects of it, it can probably maneuver through the water pretty oh, well. Oh yeah, no, it's got that good rudder. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
It all it, like it, looks, it looks, looks like you right know like like, like the sort of like chain sword sort of thing. Like like that's yeah. the kind of feeling I'm getting from it. It's that Kinda, sort yeah. of like segmented metal piece. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they could probably fuck some shit up with that thing. Oh yeah. What we're saying here, folks, is that Marigos are cool. Yeah. Check them out. And maybe you could get a friendly one and use it at like your underwater research station. Yeah, I mean, like, look, this is you know specifically say that a Marigo, like, is like tameable, but like it doesn't say that it's not. It says that it hungers for flesh, but like, granted, like, so do like dogs. So do so do we. Yeah, like we hunger for flesh. Like dogs hunger for flesh. You just give them like some yeah. fucking you know like some chicken and it's fine. Yeah. So like I mean like eat, yeah. a, eat a burger eat a burger and it'll be fine. <laughs> so the, I, 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 I see no reason why tame and who knows like maybe like I don't know if like you know they're like they're Bluetooth compatible. <laughs> Sorry, I'm back up. Did you just say Bluetooth? Bluetooth. If they're Bluetooth compatible, like I don't know, like just connect connect to the Marigo and like. And you've got it. I don't know. Maybe, like, the tech inside them is Bluetooth compatible. Yeah. But I don't think their brain is, like... <laughs> I mean, look, I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> I'm going to connect my phone to the Marigo and play my, my lo-fi jams to study and relax by. Oh, most definitely. Through my Marigo. I will say... Yeah, that's say... what those holes on their back are, just speakers. Oh, yeah. Fucking Marigos. Marigo, though, am I right? Stun, stun them and slurp them. Stun them and slurp them. <laughs> but yeah, so that is that. That's Marigo. That's about all I got for him. I don't know. I think that's. I think that's Marigo. I'm. I'm pretty set. I think you, we got a good. You're we happy got a good where feeling. we're at, where we've landed. Yeah. If I walk away from a ninth world creature, being like, ah, I understand you. That's a win. <laughs> well, it's funny because I really don't like their origins. Like, what the fuck are these things? Well, origins aside. Yeah. Is <laughs> Rad feeling out. good about it? Yeah, if I have a good visual in my head and sort of a good idea of what it's capable of and what it can do and then the funny parts about it, then I'm good. I'll call that a W. There we go. We did it. All right. So moving on to uh, another Ninth World weirdo, uh, we have the Zest. Yuck. X-Y-S-T. Zest. Which I'm assuming is pronounced Zest. You know, I had one of those on my back the other day. Oh, Zachary. I had had to pop it. (sighs) The Zist is like, I don't know, like a spider moth? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to describe it as, was a, was a it's, spider moth. So It's this it's this mottled brown, kind of fleshy looking. Yeah, it's real meaty looking. I, <laughs> looks like it's just kind of made of meat. It's got kind of six sort of spider-esque legs that have like the bends to them. Um, but like, maybe four legs, two arms, kinda. Yeah, yeah. But then like these two weird, like kind of thick wings. Yeah, yeah. They're it's they're, very upsetting. Yeah, it's not like a like a, a in like a, a a photo that's like making me happy. Yeah, that's it has for I sure. think like two maybe another set on top of eyes and yeah. just like these just dark orbs. Yeah, I'm seeing, like, four eyes right now. It looks like there might be two on, like, its cheeks. Yeah. Well, let's let's read, shall we? Yuck. When, when curled up, these creatures might be mistaken for rubble from a prior world ruin until they unfurl their wings and begin speaking in several different languages, including only those used by machines at the, t- at the same time. 
Zisti are mineral creatures, able to control magnetic fields like humans can use their hands and feet. They claim to have lost something they call the Inception Mind in a cataclysmic event. The true nature of the Inception Mind and what that event, uh, what the event was that destroyed it, no Zist recalls. In their current fragmented state, each Zist can contain only as much information and reason about as well as the average human being. In other words, not particularly well or much. Rude book, but I mean, you're right. <laughs> the Zisti believe they were traveling through the night en route to Earth when the cataclysm occurred. Most Zisti are consumed with finding out more, finding other Zisti, and uh, with which to connect, and eventually recreating whatever entity they were a part of. Yeah, these, these suckers are gross looking. They're very strange. And I guess they're aliens. They're kind of aliens, yeah. Aliens. So, yeah, no, like, you know, if you ever just want, like, you know, maybe, like, a cool Zisty pal to hang out, we'll we'll see if we can get you in touch. I don't know if there's, like, an yeah. app, like, you know, like a like a friend finder sort of thing. Maybe that's, maybe, that's something we could, maybe that's something we could do for them as part of this. Just, like, kind of, kind of figure out. Maybe we repurpose some of the Marigos, like, radar capabilities. Mm-hmm. To, like, find some Zisty... Because they're kind of gross, and I'm sure they could use friends. So if you're interested, yeah, they, reach out they a can uh, they can uh, 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 kind of fly at you and ram you, yeah, for some for some whacking damage. Uh, they can also control metal within a short range, uh, causing the metal to flex, animate, crush, or smash. For instance, targets wearing metal armor might discover they can't move unless they remove it because they're being like crushed oh, by it. Fuck. Yeah, or the armor, or it's being like stuck there, or the armor can start crushing them. I don't like that. It's difficult to pick out just one known language among the chorus of all the strange languages used by Azisti. But if communication can be established, Azisti will cooperate with reasonable requests and negotiate, especially if there's a chance they'll find out something new regarding their origin. So they're just little weird lost alien guys. They yeah, like ET phone home. They just want to figure out what happened. So yeah, they're right now. It'd be a really great time if you would if you folks out there with a good eye for a good ear for knowledge and communication and not a lot of metal in your home would (laughs) would foster a zist today until it can find one of its own. Foster a zist today, everybody. Yeah, for just. Four shins a cycle. I don't know what how time works in Numenera, That's but I fair. know the money's called shins. Which I always make the joke a bit like, like just like taking shin bones off. People yeah, just just like cracking this. people's shins. But no, it's just like it's just like coins. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Foster is this today. Foster is this today. They'd probably uh, be very useful in like a junkyard. Oh, most definitely. Um, be very good there. I mean, anywhere that Magneto's pretty good to go like yeah this uh, a zist would be probably a uh, good to have Ooh. on hand we get a team of zist okay wait before i go on this magneto's a bad guy right magneto is a bad guy yes we take a team of zist well i mean i guess that's a point of uh, perspective but but typically is considered kind of a villain is considered a villain yes we take a bunch of zist yes we, we go through the marvel portal okay sorry yes and yep. we use the zist to defeat Magneto. <laughs> I, either the the Marvel portal or or the Fox portal. Uh, 
yeah, there's a, there's a fork in the road. Yeah, exactly. You go, you go through the you go through the wormhole to the Marvel one. Fork. Yeah, and you have to diverge. So you have the Disney, the Fox, the Sony. Yeah. yeah, it's a mess. It, it is, guys. <laughs> it's multi it's so, multiversal bureaucracy is bullshit. It's so easy to get lost in those webs of portals too, because there are portals to other like in multiverse multiverses. Oh yeah, there's multiverseception. Yeah. Don't even talk maybe to me about, where, about the Inception multiverse, because my fucking god. Maybe that's where the Inception mind is. Whoa. Wait, wait, no, what sorry, I, I, won't, I won't say whoa. It. We need to do the Christopher Nolan. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> I'm, a, I, I'm a parrot. <laughs> I can't do it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> That was more. That was more Reaper from Mass was, Effect Three. Yeah. But anyway, Anywho. we could use them to defeat Magneto. Oh, definitely. Um, we could. Or so this least... would be very good in like a um, like a like a like a salvage sort of situation. Oh, most have. They could like bring the Titanic back up. I don't know why we'd Titanic want the Titanic back up. Yeah, like what's is there anything useful on the Titanic that we need? I mean, I don't know, like. I don't know if those doors are still down there. Is that big know. fucking diamond still on the Titanic? Or I mean, I mean it's in the ocean somewhere, probably. Because, okay. you know, she threw it off at the end. Yeah. Back but the, they the wouldn't be able to... Diamonds aren't magnetic, though. I mean, but, like, the metal that they're, like, bound in might be... Yeah, I guess, maybe, yeah. It's in, like, if a it's necklace. it's got, like, some, some brackets. Some brackets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's probably, like, some, some safes with some money and stuff down there. Who knows? Ooh. This is for bank robbery. I mean, yeah, that would th- that, that's a given. That would be that's very, a given. super easy. Yeah, especially if they got like gold bars or whatever. Yeah, some platinum in there. Anything Magneto can do, you can do better. Yeah, no, we yeah, we'll take him to the the Red Dead Redemption universe with all those banks with like gold uh, with gold bars. Oh yeah, no, mm-hmm. we'd be fantastic. Bullets come flying at you. Sh- oh yeah, no, but, magnetic yeah, field. You can you can neo it. Yeah. Your, your fine irons aren't going to do much against this, partner. Oh, yeah. That, that and you just take people's guns. Oh, man. The, the possibilities are endless. And as long as you're My helping God. them out, figure out where, what the fuck happened to the Inception mine, you're good to go. What is the Inception mine? I don't know. I have a feeling it's like where Leonardo DiCaprio has tea. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm just spitballing. <laughs> That's my catchphrase for the day, is say something dumb and go, I don't know, I'm just spitballing. I'm just spitballing. <laughs> well, because it seems like there is a a sort of, not quite like a hive mind, but a, a sort of... Mind a sort of, nexus. Uh, I mean, some sort of like vaguely psionic, maybe honestly the connection between the Zist is something like a little electromagnetic. Yeah, Like there is a Like there is a pull or something like that, and... and the way this sounds like is they claim to have lost something they call the Inception Mind in a cataclysmic event. That makes it sound like it's a physical object. That's fair. Like it was like it's like you know a, a small cylindrical thing that they accidentally like grabbed a thermos instead of, and it was like, <laughs> Ted, did you grab the Inception Mind? Yeah, I've got it right here. No, <laughs> come on, Ted. You you open it up and and mom's tomato soup is just spills out the side. Ted, you had one job. It's like, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, I had it. I saw, I, uh. 
Yeah, they were, on, this, they were just on a lengthy road out. trip. You know, it's like, did yeah. we leave it in Topeka? Did we leave it in Little Rock? I don't know. Well, they came from space, so it'd be more like, you know, did I'm, we leave it on, on Mars? I mean, I, I was just drawing parallels for our audience, but yeah. Okay, yeah. No, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. For, for sure, yeah. No, for, but yeah. Here's the best time. Because it's, it's fine. <laughs> it's just, you know... I'm, no, I was just... just that was good. Anywho. Ad break? <laughs> Ad break is probably a good idea. <laughs> Well, hang on. Let me let me back up. I got a little too eager for myself. Okay. Let's say let's say goodbye to Zists. Oh, goodbye Zists. Goodbye Zisty. Foster Zist today. Foster and fuck Ted. Am I right? Fuck Ted. Ruined everything. One in hundred. Pet shop. Pet shop. Beautiful. Abrey. <laughs> there are hundreds of dating sites, dating apps, and matchmakers out there. And do you know what they all have in common? A complete lack of respect for the humble goblin. Are goblins just expected to pick up the dregs left behind by the dashing half-elf sweeping away the fairest maidens? Are bugbears just supposed to be the third wheel to their dwarven friends all their lives? Are ogres really deserving of love? No. No. And yes. On Grumble, things are different. Grumble is the premier dating and romance service for goblins and goblin kin. At Grumble, our staff delicately reviews every application to ensure only the deepest connection between you and your future love, or loves. We cater to all genders, colors, and sexualities. Just say the word and we won't stop until you are thoroughly satisfied. Just listen to some of our most satiated clients. Before Grumble, I thought I'd never find anyone for me. Between my busy schedule of murder and pillaging, there was no time to look for love. Now, thanks to Grumble, every day I return to my cave, covered in the blood of my enemies, to the little green love of my life. I don't know how I'd pillage without them. After a hard day of trading stocks and bonds, it was nice to meet up with my newfound hobgoblin biddy for a good old-fashioned bone down. Let me tell you, Grumble got me exactly what I needed. Someone to share my hyper-aggressive sexual tendencies with. Price, no problem. Discretion, don't worry about it. Satisfaction, guaranteed. Big thumbs up to grumble. Me and my bugbear partner were looking for someone open-minded to add to our relationship, but goblins aren't really well known for being that flexible. However, thanks to Grumble, they curated several candidates for us to look over, and we welcomed Brizgax to our home and our hearts. Couldn't have done it without the hard-working folks at Grumble. Thanks, Grumble! Sign up for Grumble today with 25% off your first month using the promo code PETSHOP and start looking for the goblin of your dreams. Grumble. Get busy. All right. Okay, so Discord cut out there. So I just heard, uh, <laughs> right. That's really good. 
Anyway, welcome back, everybody. I'm We're keeping going... that all in. I'm, I'm keeping to- that I'm in totally from my fine perspective. With it. <laughs> We're gonna move on to our next creature, and this that one I think so Griff, stupid. I think you might dig. Yeah, it, it's got sort of the basic setup of one of your favorite creatures, toads. Mm, what have you ever talked about? I just, I don't... <laughs> anyway, I don't know, it's, I'm called the, it's called the Ioni. The Ioni are evolved mechanisms with both mechanical and biological aspects. Whoa. They have the ability to absorb mechanical devices and assimilate them into their bodies. What? After dwelling motionless in dark caverns for millennia, the Ioni have begun venturing out into the surface. They are looking for specific devices that they call the legacy. the legacy. Though no one but the Ioni understand what that means. Oh, cool. I know. Sometimes the Ioni steal objects of the Numenera they uh, steal objects of the Numenera that they encounter, hoping that those objects turn out to be part of the legacy. Quadrupeds, the Ioni appear as a combination of living creatures and sleek automatons, slighter larger than a human. Oh, slightly slighter larger. Slightly larger than a human. It's like a it's like like three fourths of a robohound. Yeah. Oh man. It's got the legs, it's got the tail, it's got the body. I've got yo, I've got two cats in here right now. You got two cats in here right now? Yeah, I got Ripley over there. She's staring at me. What's Ripley? Up? I got two cats. Ripley, we're talking about Ayani. You want to join us? <laughs> Ripley just pounced on Roxy. It was very good. Awesome. Anywho. Anyway. The Ayani. Paint, paint, paint me a word picture. All right, so yeah, the Ayani. So yeah, think uh, uh, kind of like a wolf body. That sort of uh, big kind of poofy tail. It's got a very poofy tail. It does. The You know, the front legs, they're sort of um odd. It's like, it's like two long fingers. Yeah. That they sort of, that's where the weight lands, and then they have, like, a third little one. Yeah. That just kind of hangs there. But yeah, so it's just the the tail, the body, and the front legs. The back legs are mechanical. Robo legs, yeah. Robo legs. With a similar sort of appendage, yeah. phalange setup. Um, There's no head. The front of the body has got this sort of, like, hot rod, like... <laughs> mechanical <laughs> dome thing. It ain't uh, got no head. That sort of has, you know, ends in like a little like fin off the back. Yeah. It's very interesting looking. I'm assuming there's some sort of like ocular sensor in there. I would assume so, yes. In combat, uh, while uh, Ioni have claws they can use to batter and cut foes, they rely on technological devices they've absorbed. As an action, an Ioni can absorb any device it touches. As another action, it can use the absorbed device, if applicable, as though the device were part of it. Given 10 minutes, it can transfer the abilities of the uh, absorbed device to all Ioni within three miles. What? I know. It can also reject a previously absorbed device and spew it out again. Good as new. <laughs> Ciphers can only uh, can be used only once, and abilities don't always transfer. But absorbed artifacts can be used multiple times, and their abilities can be shared among other Iani. So this thing could just like it downloads it to the to uh, other Ionis. Well, like. Okay, hang on. I guess I'm thinking too much in the modern lens, like of our pitiful first world. Yeah. Because I was, the first thing that jumped to my mind, because it's funny, is just like, it could just absorb a gun. Yeah. (laughs) And then it just could, the gun could just like, 
pop out of like its rib cage, and then it airdrops that to every other well, like, Iani around. Well, like if it if it transmits the ability of the thing to all the other Iani, does it like f- does it like flash clone 3D print a new gun in all other Iani, or do the other Iani just get the ability to shoot bullets out of their rib cage? I don't know. I don't know. I'm very interested in finding out though. But yeah, if it's like something with like you know, a motherboard and microchips and shit like that, then yeah, they can just send it to the cloud and the other Ioni can download it. Ioni. Ioni do not grow personally attached to absorbed devices that turn out not to be part of the legacy. And, uh, what is it? And they return such objects if the PCs open lines of communication and offer something in return. Aww. But their outlook is almost incomprehensible to humans, and communication is difficult. As they speak no human languages, their tongue is more of a machine language, uh, composed of tones of various pitches and lengths. They are extraordinarily intelligent, however, and can interpret much uh, from gestures and whatnot. And they can quickly pick up the basics of a written language, which they can Whoa. scrawl in the dirt. I mean, I guess that's fair if they're like part of it's 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 they're all on the cloud they're all tied to the cloud yeah they just airdrop shit to each other just open up dropbox and send it on over yeah the to the the technological weapon dropbox <laughs> they're These all admins. they're all admins on it too anyway they're all ad- they all have admin privileges the Ayani, hoping to find an object of the legacy steal a device that is sm- oh sorry this is a use i guess i yeah. don't know a, a bit it's just of like it's lore. just like an idea for yeah. like a steal a device that a small village depends on for food, water, or some other vital service, and retreat to a lair in nearby ruins. Hmm. It occurs to me you could also like if you had a friendly Ayani, you right. could just use it as like a bag of holding almost. In theory, yeah, because they can then just schlorp the 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 stuff back out. I mean, I feel like eventually, like I don't know if like it would be like. Like, you, you, you put so much stuff into the Ioni, it's, like, top-heavy and can't walk anymore. Yeah. And it's like... Rrr, rrr. <laughs> it says it would spew it out again good as new. Does that mean... Does that it imply that stuff? you can... Yeah. I don't know. Does that imply you could put a broken, like, piece of Numenera into it and it would that, spit it back out repaired? That's kind of what it sounds like. They fucking factory reset it though. Yeah, so like, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. It's like, oh, I lost all my contacts. Shit. <laughs> you put your you put your but, data sphere, yeah. but it works. In the Ioni, so. and you're like, ah, shit, ah, beans. Now oh. I gotta re-download all my apps. Oh man, I didn't back up my pictures. I've got to sign back into Facebook. That's a journey on its own. Just shit. Yep, I had to do all of that recently. Yeah, you did. One of the fun things about uh, Cypher, the the system, is Yeesh. the idea of GM intrusions, mm-hmm. which is basically if you roll a one, the GM gets to do something bad to you. Nice. Um, but, and so it, sh- it gives the exa- an example of a GM intrusion for the Ioni in the side here. The Ioni has absorbed a magnetic pulse device. The character's metal weapon is ripped from their hand and tossed away a short distance. If the character is wearing metal armor, they are tossed backwards an immediate distance, knocked prone, and suffer a point of damage. That's very cool. That's excellent. It's very it's very reminiscent of uh of the Zis we just kind of talked about. 
Yeah, um, no, it's, it says here that if you know people um, somehow achieve good relationships with an Ioni, that they might ask for help. And that if they can uh, provide useful guidance as the creatures venture out into the world, uh, that's utterly uh, alien to them. So, like, yeah. if you can achieve a good relationship and, like, you know, prove that you can help them with the legacy shit, like, yeah, right. It's just, it's just like the, the, the exist. You can help them out. Legacy. Legacy. Anyway, uh, yeah, Ioni are fantastic. Like, I want to see, like, an Ioni, like, build, like, a robot, like, you know, like, do, like, battle bots, but, like, the Ioni just, like, spew them out. It's like, let let me cook up (laughs) my my bot for today. Give me a second. Give me a second. (laughs) And just sort of spit it out. It's got a buzzsaw on it. You don't know how the buzzsaw showed up. That's its primary <laughs> weapon, though. It's on the cool arms, so it can lower it down and chop. Yeah, yeah. Battle yeah. bots are real fucking cool. Fucking battle bots. Oh man, these guys are rad. I want to. I, I want to talk about them for the rest of the episode. Cause like they're so. It, there's the, there's this really cool aspect of them being so smart in a yeah. way, in in their own way. But that like, like the fact that they can pick up written language very quickly blows my mind. I love that. But in the sense that there's so much about the world they don't understand because they're weird robo-dogs. Yeah, that could be a, a good sitcom idea. Like one of those things that's like, hey, Ayani, I brought you this thing home to try. Maybe it's part of your legacy thing. And like put it in and it's like, and it's like, beep, 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 and then like just like spits it back in their face. It's like, Ayani. <laughs> oh. That's a laugh track. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking laugh tracks dude dude laugh tracks are the best we talk about laugh tracks for a second for just a quick second yeah what what like it like an integral part of like the the american sort of television scene you know so bizarre how are people gonna know when to laugh yeah and like (laughs) (laughs) and like it it takes it's honest to god an adjustment period when like you're so used to watching shows with a laugh track and then you go watching one without a laugh track and then you go was that funny? I can't tell. No one laughed with me. I feel self-conscious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm in my own home, and I feel subconscious for laughing. Because they're based in reality with when filmed in front of a live studio audience. Yeah. And then they don't do that, but still have laugh tracks in there. Yeah. I, w- the when they one. put the laugh track in, I always felt weird. Like, when it was filmed in front of a live studio audience, I was like, fuck yeah. There's people there. They're laughing. They're digging this. And I'm yeah. like... It's like don't don't try and make me think that someone's watching this, you know. <laughs> I'm Please. watching this. I'm watching this. I know who's watching it. It's me. It's me. It's me right now. Me and my two cats, <laughs> Ripley and Roxy, <laughs> one of which is pouncing on the other again. Nice. Nice. You can just put your laptop into an Ioni and then just like they could all enjoy just the entirety of netflix oh yeah no like for real like you're you're going like on a trip and you just like oh hey hey ayani will you take this real fast and and then like the screen like flips out of its back and like you can just watch a movie while you're walking oh, it's really upsetting though because it's it, it's it has to lift its tail up and the oh yeah so it's kind of in its butt yeah oh man ah um ayani it's got the sp- <laughs> But it's got the speakers and the legs. Like, oh yeah, it's weird. And you can just turn on Avatar: The Last Airbender, and oh yeah, and then you cruise it, just, just straight it. cruising. Yeah. What a pro! These things are probably fast as fuck too. Oh yeah, probably. Uh, let's see the speed. 
Their mo- the modifications, they have speed defense, jumping, and balancing is level 5. I don't know what that means as far as the cipher system goes. M- movement is long. Yeah. Well, there you so go. they can just go. They can just go. They're real quick. And they can jump and balance at yeah. level 5. And speed defense, whatever that means. It's like your, it's like your AC. Nice. Like if I'm hitting you with a, if it's like a saving throw. Like, well, like they're more hit, dodgy than they are. Like I'm like if you're a, gonna make, if yeah, if you're gonna make like a deck saving throw, instead you do rolling for speed defense. Oh, well, that's versus cool. like versus like might defense, which is like if someone's hitting you with a club. Nice. Yeah. Red. Yeah, Cypher's only got the three stats, baby. Oh well, hey, look at that. Yeah, it's might, speed, and intellect. Oh, that's it. Hmm. Yeah, Cypher's a cool system. Y'all should play some Cypher. Hey, everyone, play some Cypher. If you have, you're looking as to uh, want, want to uh, hear more about what it's all about, go check out the Imprinted Echoes uh, podcast. Very good. It's good stuff. On Go, on go Slight Media. On Go Slight Media. Anyway, anyway. Uh, Ayani, are we, are we satisfied? Well, they might be looking for their legacy, so therefore I will never be satisfied. Oh, you'll um, never be satisfied, God, I hope. Mm-hmm. You're satisfied? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very good, but yeah, we're good. No, we're good. All right, I'm I'm pumped about this last one, Griffin. Are you, th- are you pumped about this last one? I'm pumped about this last one. I, I I hope so because, and I hope you all will join me in being pumped about this last one because it's called a thusk. The thusk. T h u s k thusk. Yup. The thusk is like a big sort of six legged. Rhino Triceratops hybrid. Yep. It's got the kind of stone gray skin, six gigantic stompers of legs. Oh, they powerful though. Sort of a, a, a longer ridge along its back that has some spikes on it. Mm-hmm. A large flat plate above, like starting from like uh the- like in front of the eyes and like stretching up. A big forehead. Above. It's got a big ass forehead. Yeah, this is like an eight head. The forehead's Gigantic. got like an it's got an anglerfish thing on the front of it. I was getting to that. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the rhino horn and the two very cool mandible like tusks it has. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. And it's got this string of like bioluminescent like blue bioluminescent like bulbs. Yeah, Polyps. basically polyps that kind of run starting from like the side of its eye up and down the length all the way to the butt and then yeah at the top of the plate of on its head it has this little anglerfish doodly dob doodly dob that's the same color blue as the rest of its sort of bioluminescence yeah man this 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 and i think fox i think size wise they're probably about the size of a utp rhino based on this this picture i'm looking at maybe a a little little bit bigger. bigger Yeah, but they're not, like, elephant-sized. No. But, like, I could, just real quick, I could see one of these things being, like, Tarrasque-sized. Oh, God. Oh, that'd be awful. The Megathusk. The Megathusk. Thusks are servants of the fuck. Zatanoth. Zatanoth. But what precisely is the Zatanoth? Only Thusks know. And they're either unable or unwilling to do more than proclaim their allegiance to it. But if the actions of the Thusks are any guide, the Zatanoth is an entity or principle that directs adherence to eat up all life whenever and wherever it's found. Because that's what Thusks do when they discover plants, animals, or humans. 
Perhaps the attempt to consume flesh is means to a greater end. If so, those who are eaten might discover the greater purpose in their quote-unquote transcended eaten form. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, oh, we actually have some like uh, some some statistics here. Yeah. Uh, the Thusk has a massive head some six feet in diameter supported on several thick armored and spiked legs. Its two eyes are small and mean, but its mouth is wide and filled with several layers of mismatched sharp teeth. Mm. Lines of rigid light are scribed across a thusk's flesh, branding it with an inexplicable purpose or classification. They are often found alone or in groups of three to five. Shit. So we can have a thusk party. A thusk in combat, a thusk bites with its terrible mouth. Yep. Those are words in the book. (laughs) If it inflicts damage, the victim must succeed on a might defense task or be held partly in the chewing mouth, taking damage until it can escape. If a thusk uh, uses an action to open its mouth and emit a horrifying screech that coincides with rapid pulses of light from the illuminated lines covering its body, all foes who fail an intellect defense are stunned, losing their next turn as incomprehensible images and concepts take root in their minds. What the fuck? This inflicts additional damage to out-of-phase creatures. Oh, shit. Watch out, Jory. Thusks speak many languages, including the truth. The truth. Hold on. What? (laughs) I don't know my Numenera lore that well. Is this an established language, or is this like... What's the the truth? What's the box? Is it it a Zatanna thing? However, all they everly verbally communicate is, we serve the Zatanna. It's possible that the screech and light attack is actually a higher method of communication, but humans usually experience the information transferred as mental trauma. Huh. Yikes. It does say in the potential uses for story stuff, if for a thusk, that using a device that transmits sound, a skilled nano can quote-unquote befriend a thusk after discovering it in a frozen uh, cocoon. I think it was talking about uh, the legends of a nano who, who, was a, who was a thusk rider. Ooh. Because, yeah, you could, you could maybe try to communicate back to it using some sort of weird, like, sound amp device. But, man, can, can I just... These things Fuck. Um, hey, yeah, something that I, I don't know if we glanced over, but its movement is long, and also long when climbing. Oh! This thing can climb. This thing can apparently climb. How, though? I don't know. Because it, those it's look like pretty flat feet. I know, but it can climb. I think it, I think what it does is just, like, if it uses these feet as just, like, pile drivers, it just punches holes into the side of whatever it's climbing. Bah. It's like when Hulk climbs a wall. Yeah, and basically. And just kind of punches I mean, yeah. it a bunch of times. That's pretty much it. The GM intrusion says that a character subject to the screech attack is implanted with a visual memory of a specific location they've never seen before. The image continues to haunt the player and will do so until they find it. Jesus. Yeah, they also, like, damage in Cypher is just static. There's no dice rolling for damage. Yeah. And it can, it it doesn't, uh, it's damage inflicted is eight, which is huge. Yeah. That is more, as far as I know, that is more than any, like, like, two-handed weapons for player characters do, like, six. Yeah, that's crazy. So this thing just gores you and stomps on you and then rolls around on top of you. 
And then apparently climbs up the, a, a tree and fucking people's elbows and then, you. Yeah, I was just about to say, I was lifting my elbow <laughs> to, to do to the tap, tap, tap. So it could just give them the old Polar twice, Express with, with 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 six of them. Oh those. yeah, it's got it's got double the elbow and the bottom one ta- taps both. Tap tap, bam, and then leaves you in a crater. Oh fuck! What is though the little angly f- angler fish doobly bob? Maybe that's like it's you know where it, it lets the shit out. It's like a beep 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 beep. Yeah, I mean it's got all the little all the all the lines of lights along its side. It might just be decorative. I don't know. <laughs> maybe like, huh? Maybe that's how it like it like communicates with other other like thusks. Yeah, I don't know. It's just through the doobly bob. The doodly bob. Yeah. Do you, think the, do you think the Thusk lights come in other colors? I don't know. Do you, yeah, maybe like it'd be good, like, like a good raving creature, you know, can like strobe. We love a good raving creature here at the pet shop. Just Next party pack, just... yeah. put it on the uh, put it on the the list for party pack three. Yeah, I got it. Check. Wonderful. I think it's curious that the sort of sort of psychic attack, for lack of a better word, that it does does more damage to out-of-phase creatures. That's that's interesting. Your body's I, like pure frequency, you know? Yeah. It's probably yeah, yeah. It's just a it's just a, a dissonant frequency. Yeah. And you start getting And then you get extra boned. Get bizoned even. You get bizoned, homie. You get bizoned out of reality. Oh man. You can't snap back to reality. Oh. I don't know what the it's like what comes after whoop, that? Whoop! There's go. Whoop! There goes gravity. That one. Yeah. Thusks fuck everybody. <laughs> Dude, these these thusks. Fuck. F- fusks. Thusk. Fusk. Fuck. Fuck. Motherfucking thusker. Thuskin. Nope. I don't know where that was going, but I'm bailing out. I'm pulling the ripcord on that joke. There we go. What is the Zantanoff? Zantanoff. I don't know. Is that they're just God? What 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 does Zadanoth mean to you, Griff? Zadanoth means to me. I honestly kind of like the idea that it's some sort of like like it's a it's a it's a doctrine. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a it's a like a set of rules and laws to be to be followed. Hmm. You know, like the Bible. Um, okay. What's it mean Ow. to you, Zach? After I think done, to uh, me, after you're done being attacked by Roxy, I think to me it means like, yo, just go eat a bunch of shit. Like, go to Golden Corral, fill yourself up. Well, don't go to Golden Corral now because Golden Corral is probably a cesspool. But like, go somewhere. I think, th- I think Thusks are fine. Yeah, that's fair. Go they to probably Golden made Corral, it through this pandemic. Just binge it real bad, um, and go home with like indigestion. Don't don't think, tip. Don't, uh, yeah, well, yeah. The the Zats enough. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that could be like a thing or like a like a like a maybe it's like a computer program. I think that's the I think that's the point though. I don't think we're supposed to know what the Zadanoth is. I think it's supposed yeah. to mean to each and every one of us what we think it means. I think that's the way that 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 it likes it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're out there, Zadanoth. We don't uh, understand you, but have a good one, I guess. But we're gonna I'm gonna eat a big dinner on your behalf. On your behalf, my friend. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh.
Ah, so that's about it what for a, Thusks, huh? What a nice, relaxing trip through the ninth world. Oh, which is a surprise, because that's not something I ever thought we would ever say is a nice, relaxing <laughs> trip through the ninth world, because usually I'm horrified. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, I am a little, but also, I got to meet Thusks. We did get to meet Thusks. And, and Ioni, you know, which are very cute. Yeah. putting Retiring my iPad for the afternoon goodbye, as we iPad. settle in and say goodbye at the end of another episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Thank you all for coming. We We're greatly real chill appre- at the end of this, aren't we? Yeah, you know, and I'm fine yeah. with it. A nice, wholesome goodbye after those horrifying yeah. creatures. <laughs> if you like what we do, feel free to check out the other shows on the Ghost Light Media Network. You can go find them there. I'm not going to... I'm just going to... You know, they're there. They're cool. Listen to they're them. They're there. They're cool. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, if you have any other sort of creatures you're interested in hearing about or have a D&D character in need of a maybe a more interesting uh, uh, creature companion hit us up on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. We love getting uh, uh, some fa- fan questions. We love answering them. Um, or just come say hi. Or just say hi to us. Yeah. Uh, we love it. Yeah. No. Show uh, us a picture of a weird creature from some fiction. Or just a picture of like, your dog. Well that too. But I was going to say, like, show us a creature from a weird fiction and we'll talk about it. But, like, if oh. you want us... Actually, I will say, our our, our levels of Twitter, Twitter interaction are low enough that, like, if you show me a picture of your dog, I will talk about your dog on this show. Oh, most definitely. Well, that'll be our intro bit. That will. It, about the very good... Yeah, if we can get uh, a, a, at least five dogs sent to us, our entire entry bit on our next episode will just be gushing about the dogs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so going to open this up to cats, too, because you know what? Send, I us, love cats. send us your pets. Send us your pets. A, a pet appreciation opening. How about that? Yeah. At so PetShopCast.com. Yeah. Yeah. Age, name, yeah. and if you want to include the breed, cool. And we'll, 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 we'll uh, uh, wax poetic about how, how good they all are. Hell yeah. Amazing. Well, uh, again, that'll do it. Yeah. Check, check us out. Uh, that does it for us here at Pet Shop Cast. As per usual... Mm-hmm. I am Zach. And I, last I checked, am still Griffin. Let me check again. Yep. Still good. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> just remember, folks, at the end of the day, why it's all about love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you got really flighty there. Oh, all right. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to episode 48 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Christina, Joel, and Kim for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Tuttle underscore Trouble on Twitter. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast as part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, go back up your phone because I just went through this like whole phone fiasco and I'm really glad I backed everything up. So just like go do it. Just right now. Get all your pictures saved. You'll thank me later. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.